guys, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I am here with a man who I am a huge fan of. He's on a wonderful show. He's a great comedian. Please introduce yourself, sir. My name is Eric Griffin. I'm on the show Workaholics. I play Montez Walker on Workaholics. No rules in my bedroom, guy. Thanks for having me on the the podcast. Anytime. We uh, we'd love to have you. I gotta say, my first big question is: I heard that you started stand-up comedy and then you quit for a while. And then yeah, well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider that starting. I mean, I, I got I regret that so much because. I was young, and I thought I wanted to be a comic, and I'm from L.A., and it's like, it's hard to start comedy in L.A., so I would go to, like, a couple of open mics every six or seven weeks, thinking, like, oh, this is stupid, I'm funnier than these people, and, you know, just trying to figure out how to get on stage, and I just didn't know what to do. It was more of a pipe dream. It was more of, like, how probably people think of the entertainment business in the Midwest or something like that, where it's just like, ooh, how do you do that? And I just, I regret that so much. Like, I always tell people, follow your dreams. Even if it's hard, go after it. And I wish I would have done that. But anyway, so then when I got back into it, it was later. It was like eight years later, and I was a little older. I was a little more experienced, a little more savvy about the world. And I was like, okay, now I know how to do this. I just didn't want to stop. I just kept at it. I've been working hard for ten years, and here I am. I read some interviews with you. It said you kind of just picked up right where you left off. Like, people started gravitating towards you. I just figured it out at that point. I mean, I just figured out what you needed to do. I saw the formula in my head. It was just, you know, you build a reputation amongst your peers first. Mm -hmm. That was the way you got work because those are the people that worked. (laughs) Once you build up your reputation with the comics, the comics, if the comics think you're funny, then they're going to spread the word. Then you start getting little things here and there. Then you build up your reputation in the club. I got a commercial agent, so I was doing commercials. And it took me like three or four years. Then I decided, too, that I needed to get out of town. So I would do like these one-nighter gigs out of town, you know, like the Tribble run. The guy was named Dave Tribble. That was the guy's <laughs> name. He would do like Montana. He had a Montana run. So I would do like Montana and in the upper northwest from California. And just until I built up the time, it was really about, like I say, building that relationship. I realize when you get older, you have to cultivate relationships like a plant. People want everything fast and quick. You don't make friends with people fast and quick. You know, here I am. You obviously are on the show, Workaholics. We we interviewed Anders and Blake uh, a while back, and they're big comic book fans and everything. How did you get involved with the show initially? That's all it was. I just went to an audition, and boom, I got the part. That was my only audition that pilot season. That was the one audition I went on. What's it like working there? Like, I, it's my biggest dream. Like, everybody you've met on that show, like Mark Summers, uh, David, Dan, St- David, Dan Daniel Stern, Stern and, uh, and Tom Green. Yeah. What's that like? Like, what's it It's like just great. There? I mean, I, you know, we have so much fun on the set that I don't even think about it. When people come on set, they just, they're just regular people because we just have so much fun just... Just like Jillian and I mess around on set all the time. And, and Mary Beth, like, it plays Alice. We're the closest... You know, because we're the other three. We just have a good time just being on set, going to lunch and singing. And you know, we just do a lot of foolishness. <laughs> you know, and, and the guys, the guys listen, the guys work hard. You know, they are, they are not those characters. Mm-hmm. Not at all. You know, they really work hard. They produce, they edit, they make music, they produce music for the show. They, I mean, they just do a lot of stuff. So they work hard. So they don't probably have as much fun as, like, I have. Because I just come in, say a couple of dumb lines, and I'm out. You know, Do you improv I mean? at all? Or is it it, it's a very scripted, you know. Mm-hmm. but Because what they decide to do anyway is nonsense anyway, you know. So it's like we couldn't make some of that stuff up. But there 
there's a few improv. You know, I improv a lot of stuff. Like repregnatize was a line I just improv. What can we expect upcoming in Workaholics? Just wait for the season finale. The season with Tom Green. That is just like some futuristic craziness. <laughs> you know, I'm dressed up like I can't. I don't even want to reveal anything. I have to. I have to kill you and all your listeners. Well, you, know? you also have been. I noticed in a lot of documentaries about comedy. Yeah, too many, right? I didn't about even three or four. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was that many. Uh-huh. Uh, there was just one I did with my mom, because <laughs> they came to shoot at my mom's place, and my mom. They said, "Will you just your mom want to be in it?" I haven't seen it yet, but there was this like moment I know they put in where my mom was like saying something that I did not want her to say, you know, like just like, like just like talking about me, like I wish he was more whatever it was, and I was like, whoa, 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 cut, 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 hey, mom. <laughs> Home team, what are you doing? But I love talking about comedy. I mean, comics are usually very serious people and very introverted. So, like, when I get a chance to speak in a one-on-one setting, it's easier to, like, you know, so they get all serious and, like, deep, mm-hmm. philosophical. And Who are some of your influences, comedy-wise? I would say that my main or biggest influence was probably Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. you know, just because that's... When I saw him doing that, I was like, that'd be something fun to do. But that's when it was just a dream. You Would know? you wear the... I would do Another. whatever. I mean, I've done a lot of crazy stuff anyway <laughs> on Workaholics. So it's like, what, what? I mean, my first day of shooting on Workaholics, I had to be naked. So it's like, whatever. At that point, I was like, okay, well, whatever you have to do, <laughs> you know, whatever you have to do, you're going to do. I, I'm, I'm not as cool as Eddie Murphy. I'm always going to be a silly guy. I could never pull off a leather suit. <laughs> do you walk around the stage like Eddie Murphy when you're? I, I, you know, I don't know. I probably do. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably don't even. If I, when I look at myself, I probably see like some influences. You know, because he's so three dimensional. That's why I enjoy acting a lot. I'll never not do stand up comedy, but I enjoy like the idea of taking somebody else's words and making it your own and like creating something and interacting with other actors that's just super fun you know a show like Workaholics where people respond to it so strongly you know people are so there's passionate Workaholics fans you know it's like this like great escape for people that they just can't help but like you know so when they see me on the street they're just like Munchies you know they just get crazy it's so funny but it'll be like one out of two, you know. <laughs> and like, I talk about this on stage because it'll be like two girls, you know, and one girl will be like, oh my God, I have to take a picture. And the other girl's like, why are you taking a picture <laughs> with this weird guy? You know, it just looks so odd, you know. Especially the demographic. It'll be some young white girl, you know. She's like 20 years old. And then she's just on me, you know what I mean? Like, And the other girl's like, what are you doing? <laughs> guy's going to kill you, you know. Other guys from the show told me that they go to the San Diego Comic Con a lot. Have you ever done any of that? I did not. You know what? Those bastards went and didn't, did, I, <laughs> and didn't take me. I was mad, you know. Like, I should have went and been the host of this thing they did. And then the Comic Con tickets go so fast. Uh-huh. It was funny because I was in San Diego uh, doing a club and I called them I was like hey can you possibly get me in and then they just laughed because it was like dude there's no way there's no more tickets left but I would love to have done that you know talk to us we'll hook you up yeah well definitely I would love to do that I collected Marvel comics yeah you mentioned earlier yeah when I was a kid I, I still have a bunch of like the the Marvel the team up I love those Spider-Man and mm-hmm. uh, whoever yeah Spider-Man was my favorite character I loved Spider-Man but I had Spider-Man I collected the Avengers, you know. I always thought Spider-Man should have been an Avenger, but I understand why he didn't want to reveal his secret identity. He's not really a team player. My favorite moment for me, adulthood to childhood, in terms of comic book world, is that scene in the Avengers movie where 
they circle all of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the best. In my age range, we never would think we would see something like that on screen. You know, so like CGI. Like, I saw Jurassic Park ten times in the theaters <laughs> just to see that dinosaur for the first time. You know, it was so spectacular. It was amazing to see. Never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Like special effects in movies for me was just like a string or, you know what I mean? Just like, just crappy special effects. <laughs> so when you saw, like, the first Spider-Man movies, it was like, wow, they finally did it. Because remember those old Captain America movies? Oh, right. Where yeah. you could see the wire. It was the worst. <laughs> it was just so bad. You just thought, oh, man, they're never going to get this right so to see what they've been doing like that scene in the avengers just when they circles them and it's it's all of them i was like oh my god i just got like chills i felt like a 10 year old boy all over again so that was great a masterpiece avengers i loved the avengers loved i collected iron man too so when that came out i was like and what a great character what a great casting Mm. he is tony stark so that was great uh, I loved all that. Uh, Spider-Man, the first one, great. But then they kind of ruined it, you know, with that Sandman one. It's like, come on. <laughs> the third one? I'm so glad they did a reboot. Well, if you were a fan of Spider-Man, did you watch the show? There was like a 60s or 70s show? Yeah, the, the, they had the, uh, they had two. Because they had, the, they had the, the one with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Why didn't they bring that back? Man. Oh, man, to be a kid again. They had that one, but they did also have that, um, a more fancier one. But yeah, yeah, those were great. But anyway, those were great. The Spider the, the, those the Spider Mans were always great. I just look. I just I'm going to go on record. I thought Tobey Maguire was the worst casting <laughs> in the history of casting for any. The only thing worse was Michael Keaton as Batman. Well, I thought that was awful. I don't want Beetlejuice to be Batman. I thought that was awful casting. You're going to offend some people. Well, I don't care. They ruined it from the <laughs> beginning. But Tommy, listen, Tommy McGuire was awful as uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man had a great sense of humor. He had like a, he was witty. Tommy McGuire never was witty. He never, anyway. Don't get me started on that. I just never would have casted him. But Did anyway. Did you see the new one? I loved the new really? one. Really? I loved the new one. Because that guy is a thousand times better actor you know, and this one was a little darker. Mm-hmm. You know, we could thank on, on, you know, DC. We had to thank Batman. Batman Begins changed how movies, how how superhero movies are perceived. How they're you know they're they're movies now. You know that you can win an Oscar in a in a movie. So that means a better caliber of actor, a better caliber of filmmaker uh, is going to make these movies. Though now all we need is stop catering to kids. And then these movies will be spectacular. Because, mm-hmm. man, imagine, like, Iron Man rated R. Come on, man. That's what we need. You know, the only movie that's done that right is Blade. That's, Blade that's is, like, the, yeah, Blade was very dark. It was rated R. You know, that opening scene of, like, with Tracy Lords. I mean, come on, man. You have, this, you have a porn chick. It's like, you know, and she was great. You know, just as this, like, vicious vampire. And I, that opening club scene of Blade was, like, that's, that, that's, like, that's what you're supposed to do with a comic, you know? Because normally they ruin it. Like, like uh, Image Comics ruined Spawn with that stupid movie. What a stupid movie. <laughs> you know, did you ever watch the cartoon Spawn on HBO? It's dark. It's really dark. This guy works for the devil. Mm-hmm. You can't have PG-13 and the devil together. That doesn't even make sense. It should never... So I just feel that way about, like, you know, with the, with the Avengers. Or just, like, with a lot of bunch of Marvel stuff. I would just love for them to, like... Make a dark. You know what would be great? Oh, we great movie. What was that? Uh, it was the black guy 
One of the characters was black, and the other, um, oh my gosh, what was it? Alpha Flight. Flight yeah, yeah, Alpha Flight. Like Alpha Flight was like the the dark version of the X Men. Mm-hmm. You know, like X Men. They finally, oh, finally, Wolverine <laughs> is going to be rated R. Yeah. So we're going to see some blood on those claws. Yeah. Finally, right? Like, like that's another thing. It's like. So he can kill people, but there's no blood on the claws because it's PG-13. Oh man, we, we, ruining movies. You should play the video to game to cater to kids. The video game was bloody. Oh, really? that's what you need. It's it's yeah. bloody. He's got claws. They're knives. Why am I yelling? Why am I yelling? <laughs> if you got to play one Marvel character, who would you want to play in a movie? If I had to play one, who would I want to be a Marvel character in a movie? I think I don't know. Like I think. I think I want to be Thor, you know. Thor, really? Yeah, because he was like God. He was a god, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that guy's a great actor too to play Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say this though: any of the scenes with Natalie Portman, just take that out of the movie. Like what? Like, <laughs> like that was so bad. It, it, you know what I mean? It was like I'm almost like okay. We got Natalie Portman, so let's put her in the movie somehow. So let's write some nonsense to make it worse. No, like everything away from her, that movie was great. Every time, everything they went to her, it's like, anyway. But he was great. So after I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that's how I would be. That's how you would be. You know, you'd be this like, and when he was down here, like, woman, bring me food. You know, he's like the thunder god. You know what I mean? So I thought that, that Thor was always a great character. You know, I would say Spider-Man, but I just wouldn't fit in the spandex suit. <laughs> well, you mentioned a lot. Who, who's your favorite character? Would it be Spider-Man? I think, yeah, I think Spider-Man was my favorite character. You know, because it was just so. It's like when you think of Superman, you know, you think of this like this this alter ego of Clark Kent. You know, that's why I always love that. I always love that scene in, in um, Unbreakable mm-hmm. when he's talking about Superman. He's saying like, you know, look how when he becomes Clark Kent. Clark Kent is this flawed character because that's what Superman thinks of man. Mm-hmm. It was so great, like right. So I think that what I liked about Peter Parker is that you know, it, I don't think that there was too much of a difference. Like he was just Peter Parker, but with the you know with a suit on. You know, he wasn't trying to be anything else. He was just trying to hide who he was so he could protect his family. That's all he was doing. He wasn't like, you know, so that's what I liked about Like, I feel like Peter Parker, the reason why I like Spider-Man is because Peter Parker is a comic. Uh, a comedian, I'm saying. You oh, know? That, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, he was like a comedian. He was witty. But, you know, he had this biting wit. And he was just like, you know, kind of driven to a purpose that was greater than himself. You mm-hmm. know, but he made a mistake. You know, he was flawed. You know? Look at me getting all deep about Spider-Man. <laughs> but that's what it is. He was flawed. It's like he if if, if his if Uncle Ben hadn't been murdered like that, he would have he he might have been a criminal. Yeah. Or just like someone that like it would the power would have gotten to him. Because why wouldn't it? You know, speaking of, you know what annoys the crap out of me? <laughs> Anytime they do vampire movies, like like why wouldn't vampires be running it? They would be running the world. They wouldn't be hiding from humans. You know what I'm saying? That's why that one movie, did, what was that? It just came out, Daybreakers or Nightbreak, whatever that one. That had it was more realistic. They'd be running stuff, you know. So what I'm saying is, you take a guy like like Spider Man, he's just some regular kid who all of a sudden got superpowers. I don't think he would be inclined to be a hero. Like someone needs to die to teach him a lesson. Because the thing of the average person, like why would you, you know, not do that? But anyway, I like Spider Man a lot. I would love to see Spider-Man versus Batman. That'd be a great. Mm. I don't know why they never did that. 
do you have any since you mentioned you had, had collected comics as a child do you have any comics you still have that you like cherish um I have like a I have a bunch of the Spider-Man when uh, McFarlane mm-hmm. those oh, that's, the, yeah yeah right before, before he left you know what yeah. I mean so that those are great I have those uh, those are really the only ones I would consider valuable mm-hmm. you know because uh, I have them still in the plastic and all that kind of stuff but um yeah, and then just the other ones, I, I got them to read. I didn't get them to collect. I wasn't a collector. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, that was my HBO or whatever you, you know, at the time. You know, you get your comic, you read it. You know what I mean? Do you have any writers that you were fan, a fan of? Or? No, I, I, and I wouldn't even remember. Right, right. You know, like, like, that's what was great about McFarlane. He was the first person I thought that became like a superstar, you know, com- in the comic book world, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just like, ooh, you know, you had you didn't have to be inside. Like, like people that weren't into comics knew about who he was, you know? Now he's the idiot that bought that Mark McGuire ball. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. You know? Look what I know. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, like not to like talk about the competition, but like Spawn was great. I also had that. Mm. I had like the first 12 Spawns. Do you have any of the figures? They, they had really no, I never spawns. got... See, I never got into all that yeah. stuff, you know? Like I said, I literally got the comic books to read them. And I would get into the stories. Mm-hmm. I loved following Tony Stark. You know, you wanted to find out what was happening next, you know. Talk about a flawed character, right? That's why I'm really glad that they, they how they portrayed it. I think that Robert Downey's character, he's a little too slick. Mm-hmm. He's a little, you know what I'm saying? A little, little slicker than Tony Stark should be. But you love him so much that it's okay. Like, like he was the star of Adventures, too. He's the star of that movie. Yeah. You know? We've so. got to get you in the office next time. Yeah, I, re- oh, I would love to do that, you know. And I also like how they. I, I love how the old man's in every movie. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know that's good. Good for him, right? Because I remember he was the voice of the uh, on the on the comic on the uh, TV show. Like he would. Like, oh, yeah, he still does. Uh, he's on the new Spider-Man TV show too. Plays the janitor. Yeah, all that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like I said. I just uh, you know the one of the best scenes in the new Spider-Man was like in the, in the library. Oh yeah. When that table is coming flying at him and then he stops it with the web. And thank goodness they got that part right too. <laughs> that Spider-Man made the actual web. I webbing. was mad about that too. Yeah, what the hell was that? And then why would it be on his wrist? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what spot uh see <laughs> they make a really awful they they, they, they don't know. They they're not purists, you know. It's like that movie is like as much and it's just unfortunate that there's so much entertainment available that I think that this last Spider-Man kind of fell through the cracks. But I like the idea of reboots. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited to see this new Superman movie, you know? That's good. Yeah. But, I mean, isn't Marvel and DC the same thing anyway, though? Aren't they you know, the same company? People don't want people to know that. It'd be like Coke and Pepsi being the same company. <laughs> like, shh. We don't want you to know. It's like fake competition. Like, 50 Cent owns all the water in the world. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, something like that. Imagine if Fifty Cent owned the water, it's like, and he's still and still rapping about being shot. It's like you have a tailored yeah. suit on. Shut up. He You're owns, not a gangster anymore. He owns two different uh, water companies or whatever. Well, he just he just there was he got stock options and then they sold it to Coke for a right. billion dollars. So good for him. But wasn't like I think the I, I'm so glad the can I just say this? I'm so glad the Avengers was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you understand? Because come on, you've been waiting. They've been setting it up. They've been talking about it. It, it. it was like set up for a disastrous fail, and they they did such a great job. Because I hate when you like are waiting for something and it just is a disaster, like uh, Aliens vs Predator. <laughs> like I've been, I heard some people like that. I oh, I they should kill fan, themselves. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
they had to reboot that. So that's how you know it was horrible. Because um, I've been waiting for that forever since the, they've been talking about that. Because there's a whole comic book world. What, what that wasn't on Marvel, was it? No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was, but yeah, they had this whole comic book lore for like 20 years, and then they finally made a movie, and it was the worst. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just the worst ever. So I'm so glad the Avengers was good, and I hope they continue it with the, you know, because aren't they going to make like another Captain America, another Thor, another Iron Man? Iron Man's coming out next, and then uh, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which they're kind of trying to reboot, and then Thor, Cap, and some other stuff. Well, that'd be and great. X Men's coming out too. So yeah, well, but they, they keep doing the X. But that's like that was a great. I'm glad that they made. See, that's the movie that should have been rated R. Mm-hmm. That X-Men First Class should have been rated R. Because it was already on the edge of, like, you know... It's like you're going to have... You're going to make reference to Nazis, and then you're not going to... Nothing's happening? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just think... Just once, make something rated R. So that's why I'm, I can't wait to see this Wolverine mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It's, uh... You guys got good stuff going on. Yeah, you you have to come out of the office. We'll get you some comics and... Yeah, I love I would love all that. Some 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 swag. Some good some Iron Man. Some nerd some nerd swag. Yeah, you, know? you can hold Thor's hammer. Oh, is it like the real hammer yeah, from the thing? Oh wow. It's heavy. But uh Yeah, well, unconventional weapon, right? Why would you want to carry a hammer then? <laughs> like what is he hammering? You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Well finally what so you're in town right now for Oh that's right. Um, why am I in town for? We're talking we are going six hours later. <laughs> and here's why comic books, you know. No. <laughs> I'm here at Caroline's all weekend. Uh what 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 weekend is this? This is the first weekend of February. First weekend of February. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, Super Bowl weekend. I'm here at Caroline's. So, you know, before the big game, uh come out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I got two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Just come out, you know? Check me out. I'm pretty funny, they say. And you're doing a lot of shows upcoming after this as well, right? Oh, yeah, I've been everywhere. And this is on fourth week of a 17-week tour. Wow. Yeah, it's too much. I went to, I was in Minnesota. Then I went to Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. Then I was in Wisconsin. Now I'm in New York. Next week, Sacramento. Then Indianapolis. Then I go to Nashville for three days. Then I go to Edmonton, Canada. Then I go to Boston to take my half-hour special. Then after Boston, I go to Portland, then Buffalo, then I got two colleges, then New Jersey. And you have a an album coming out. Yeah, my album's coming out. I'm on Side One Dummy Records, March 12th, my album comes out. But before that, you should go to tell your people to go to Pledge Music. But go to my website, ericgriffin.com, because I have my Pledge Music site embedded into my site, where you can get like an early copy of the album, and you can get, like, if you pledge, like, the minimum price, you can get a, a digital download, and then I have, like, you know, for more money, you get a t-shirt, you get, like, a smoothie cup, you know, I'm selling a wife beater, because, you know, they always have me in a wife beater on the show, <laughs> which I don't understand. Well, a couple people can get actual performances by you, right? I think five. Yeah, 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 if you uh, want to, like, bring me to your sorority or... Wherever, even just or just a private show, whatever you want to do, we have that. So all those things are there, you know, just to generate pre-album sales and uh, interest in the album. And I'm doing updates, you know. That's why I wanted to go to the damn Marvel. I wanted to go to the office because I wanted to like film myself in the office as an update for my, you know, my pledge fans. Uh, but you know what? There'll be other things. But yeah, go to ericgriffin.com with a K E R I K Griffin. Dot com and I, t- you, I, if you tweet at me, I'll get back to you. Um, I'm really good about social media. You're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I always like so like I have a bunch of pictures that I'm waiting to upload. 
as each episode that I was in goes by, so like just past episode, like I, I like I'm in this season, but I'm not really in it like I was in the last season. It, it just fluctuates, it varies, but you know you'll see me. I'm there, and uh, you know it's you know. Man, anyway, I don't know what else to say. You're on Tumblr. I'm on Tumblr too. Facebook. Facebook, Tumblr. <laughs> what's the one? LinkedIn. <laughs> oh. I even have a new. I, I have old MySpace and new wow. MySpace. They redid MySpace. It's actually great. It's like Spotify or something now, where you like link up with artists and stuff like that. So I'm on that. I have my own website, Twitter, Tout, Clout, Tout and Clout, Thumbit. I'm on Thumbit too. Who's Thumbit? Yeah, so you don't even know all the stuff they have. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> thumbs is where you like ask a question. You could be like, what's better, Marvel or DC? And then people like give oh. a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. All these social medias that they try. Any social media that starts, I, I sign up for it. <laughs> Just so I can get my name, Eric Griffin, like right away. That's what I do. Like, I, like I'm sad I can't get Eric Griffin on Google. Like, like for Google Gmail, I couldn't get it. Because it's already, so that's why I know now to do that. Because people will get it right away. Hit Thanks me up. again for doing this. No problem. Uh, Fun times. We'll get you by the office next time. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, you want to get some swag. And if you just want to send me some. Oh, we got. Know, all right. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't wait till next time. You know what I mean? Just so when you get back, you can grab a couple of things and just, you know, throw it in the mail. <laughs> you got it. Well, right. thanks for coming. And uh, Workaholics is. What is it? Every Wednesday, Wednesday 10 p.m. Yeah. for a little while. But they play it all the time. They, you know, they, they always, they're doing marathons all the time now. Because we finished, we got forty episodes in the can, so and we're coming back for a fourth and fifth season. And we just don't know the details yet. Uh, okay. Well, again, thank you very much. This is Marvel, your universe. Yeah.